Hi guys, hi everyone. Welcome to another fantastic episode, a brand new episode of your favorite show, the Life as It Is podcast with your table shakers, Taiwan Tokumbo. Do we really shake tables though? I think that we do. I think it's catching. Really? To be honest, I'm just used to I'm just really used to it because I think like we say like we always say we give unpopular opinions and we're always trying to we're always trying to discuss topics that are hard hitting so i'll call us the table shakers it's okay so it's, fair enough i'll take that but i've got another one can we Before. also refer to ourselves as the philosophical princesses because you know we are Ooh, we I do like that. that yeah we yeah, do the that philosophical princess okay i yeah. like the philosophical princesses okay <laughs> so guys yeah so yeah you you're you're alive with the philosophical processes yeah. <laughs> and today we have a wonderful friend of ours chupe buka hi to yeah hi everyone how's everything <laughs> fine we're good hi how are you i'm doing good i'm great okay great 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 so today we're just uh, we're just giving you guys just as you normally do mm-hmm so to start, so Kumba, did you hear anything interesting in the course of the week, last week anyway? Yeah, um, so I was reading something, uh, I found something about the Lagos state government, they're going to, something about them and some tax thing on content providers, so creative huh? content providers, uh, video, audio, if you produce or you sell any any of that content within Lagos, there's a tax, if I... I, I Obviously, I'm paraphrasing because I can't really remember how we came across. But yeah, that was what I saw. Yeah. And it was shocking. Yeah. yeah. I saw the news as well. And I was just thinking, are they joking? So do they really think that me, as a podcast host with my online content, would they really bring a Network that would even be we <laughs> shaming really you. Do, oh, network would shame us, shame us, shame us. Do you understand? Then, would they not bring a bill to my house and make me pay? How I, They should come and carry me now. Let them carry my house, carry my phone, seize my internet. <laughs> <laughs> Really? But Chupe Buka, what about you? Did you have you oh oh wait, actually Chutz, before you start, Tywood, what about you? Was there anything um you I mean, came yeah. across during the week? Yeah, I mean there was that there was that news of the there was that news of the um taxes and I think and I think um I think with along with that episode as well, or not episode but that article, yeah. um I saw something about e taxes. So they are they are also going to impose taxes on mobile cab payment services like oh. Uber and both. Oh. So I think I think I think it is designed to sort of increase taxation on every ride, mm-hmm. such that the rider is paying a, a particular percentage to Lagos State, whereas yeah. they had they had been free of taxes from Lagos State up until now. I don't know if it is if this policy has been fully effected yet or still still being debated. But either way, I think tentatively how it's going to work is that each rider would have to pay a particular percent of their earnings to Lagos State government. Okay. And so it just doesn't it doesn't even make any sense. And so we've sat and talked and talked and talked about how I don't know. It feels like being an entrepreneur in Lagos is pouring water into a basket. Pouring water. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's a very good um, that that captures it perfectly. Yeah, I, really. I and so that's what just, that is why and that's what leads us to the topic of this week. We're talking about the future of businesses in Nigeria for entrepreneurs. And this is why we have Chooks here with us today. Yeah, <laughs> Chooks, we've put you on the back burner. <laughs> Sorry, we no, we were just preparing. We were, we were wetting the sand so it'd be easy yeah. movement for you through the desert. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay, so welcome, You're Chooks. Welcome. You're welcome. Um, so before I ask Chooks any more questions, I'm just going to read Chooks' um, profile. Mm-hmm. 
So Chooks is just a second. I'm trying to pull up his profile right now. Chooks is a big man, no. as she's as she's trying to pull it up. He's a big man, no. Like I want big boys. I want big, but yeah, even the way he sounds is humble. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you. So Chooks is a social entrepreneur, empowering lives by providing access to clean and affordable energy solutions Mm -hmm. across Nigeria. So now this profile is very humble. And when I spoke to Chooks about this profile, I said, Chooks, please send me your profile. He said, you want the long one. He said, uh, said, you sent me something short. I said, you know what? Why don't you just send me the profile that has all the accolades? That would be good. But he said... You know what? Let me just send it short. And I, because Chooks is humble, he sent us this really short one. So this is it. So this is it. This is all that he sent. Yeah, this is all that he sent. Okay, Chooks. Okay, Chooks. Basically, we need you to to expand more on what you do, and I, I'll tell you why we need. Um, um, because we've got. Um, ladies listening and just to give you a forewarning this is what i do i always try to find husband materials and wife material for people listening so there might be a lady listening that is looking for the husband material that is chukwe buka right so we need more so we can help you sell your market so please exactly that's what we do here we sell markets for people exactly so they want to know who chukwe buka is he's humble yeah but what more what more tell us more yeah um okay yeah thanks for the opportunity so uh i was said I'm a social entrepreneur. I have um, an organization called The Sun Energy. Okay. So what we do at The Sun, our mission is to provide access to clean and affordable energy solutions to okay. underserved communities. Okay. So uh, the okay. technology we are using here is um, solar PV, which is um, the um, energy from the from the sun. Yeah. Yeah. So um. I also have um, other things I do. Um, I'm an associate fellow of the Royal Commonwealth Society. I was oh. affiliated to the Queen's Young Leader 2017. Mm-hmm. And I got a grant from the Polynesian Project. That's an international NGO to yeah. awareness about um, renewable energy solutions. So and, mm. um, I do a, a bit of volunteering with um, Sosti Vibes. So we sourced it, but what I do, we reach out to, to schools, basically primary and secondary schools, and we create awareness about the SDGs. But because my, my core is um, and renewable, so I try to break it down to these kids how sunlight converts electricity. And sometimes we would make it more fun by having like hands-on practical. So those were like what be like the awards and the, the international yeah. grants. Yeah. Wow, yeah. well done. Amazing. Well done, Chooks. Well done. It's impressive. So, yeah. Chooks, um, what have you come across? Is there anything in the news that you came across last week that you'd like to talk about with business? I mean, you're, you're a serial entrepreneur, you're a social entrepreneur. So, is there anything that you came across that resonated deeply with you over the past week? Um, okay, yeah. So, I think it's the logistics, um, the new regulations. Mm-hmm. Um, the federal government is trying to impose on the logistics sector, yeah, which is going to um, it's going to threaten like the small players, and the small players are like they're a very big factor in the in the ecosystem or in that in that space because um, they understand like the 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 will I say the hardship or the the difficulty of them, so they are very flexible. For an, an example, would be okay. I I'm a partner with them. Um, a tech company, a retail tech company where we just sell um, gadgets, like Apple gadgets. 
and these logistics guys they play like a very big role for us because the the online industry is about to come up now so nigeria is starting to go like digital to a trust issue okay. in it so people are not doing a lot of um um online payments they're rather doing like payment on delivery so like yeah. this this small <laughs> delivery guys like play a big role for us in um taking these goods and delivering it safely to the customer and also sometimes ensuring like we we get our transactions back like we get receive payment for the deliver so like it's going to disrupt a lot of people and i was looking at the how much we're asking them to bring the minimum was um about yeah. two hundred and fifty thousand just to get a new license and <laughs> if, you're, yeah. if you're going to operate in lagos state you'll bring about two million to get a license um, and with two million with the way it's even difficult getting investments without this license with two million you can set up a small logistic business, even if you're just yeah. getting like yeah, getting a bike and getting like the basic necessary um, licenses you need. But now with two million, it's going to be very difficult. And I, I came across it okay. from a brand called um, Tap Logistics. So they said them um, with 800k, we practically started our business with three fairly used bikes, some hmm. VIO registration, safety vest, gear, and every other thing they needed. And they had four employees. They were, they were able to manage everything with 800k. Okay. And now they've been able to order 10 bikes because they were. But now with the whole fees coming up and the regulation, it's going to crowd their business. Mm-hmm. And also, like big players, Okada and OPE, they, they got affected. So, what about now? This, this small player. So, for this, it's very. I feel investors, they, they don't feel so safe. Investing like in a, in an economy that's not stable, so that that like not a very good thing, and which makes and it it makes it more difficult for like younger entrepreneurs trying to strive. Because to be honest with you, most of the heavy investments we are seeing are international investments. If you come to the renewable energy sector, the Germans, GIZ, they are they are doing like a very fantastic job. They're creating like funding for. <laughs> For local brand, but if you don't, if you don't create a conducive and secure yeah. environment for this investment, they'll they'll look for other other places to 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 take their funds to. So I, I think like the government will actually look at uh, and think about this on this side. So, but they want to create like um, they want to regulate the the sector. It's fine, but you have to like you, there there should be a balance. You just don't. There should be a balance and and then. Uh, an example of this was um, uh, Visionscape. We saw what happened with Visionscape some years back when they already okay. they and that was in the the waste management system. Yeah, yeah. yeah there, there was already like a, a working system with with, with Loma. Mm-hmm. from nowhere. They just brought in Visionscape and they just wanted to upgrade with understanding like the basic the yeah. yeah the basic stuff. How, how messed up Lagos was within that period of time. <laughs> Everywhere was dirty. They were coming on time to yeah. deliver. So, like, you can't... So, the informal... What, what the informal industry need? They need systems to make them thrive better. Because the system is already... There's already funding there in that system. But they need things mm-hmm. to make them thrive better. And an example, again, would be the, the recycling sector. The recycling yeah. sector is actually very big on the informal level. Really? But, in Nigeria? Yeah, like oh, wow. these plastic bottles, you see like this, uh, mostly like the, the Aboki, the Northerners, like the 
they always they have places where they park them but like what sectors need imagine you had like uh, a structured sector uh, uh, or process for these guys to go to the recycling plant and just mm-hmm. drum their dump their stuff there that would create more jobs so basically i feel like the government should think of ways to actually enhance what is already happening not to yeah. create barriers yeah so yeah that's yeah, so I think that, I think, to be honest, I think that really what happens is for the Nigerian government and the, the, the business environment set up in Nigeria as a whole is that they don't really understand the problem from a human perspective. Now, they, they have a general idea of the problem, but they don't really understand it from the, from the perspective of an actual human being that is in that space. Yeah. Right? I think mm-hmm. as far as they see, they see it as... They see problems as okay. Well, there's a problem here. Well, let's just try and fix it and do whatever. But there's always the importance of coming to the grassroots, and this is where yeah. design thing comes to play. You don't just design something. You don't just come up with a solution to a problem just because the problem exists. But yeah. you have to come down to the level of those that are that are that are really affected by the problem to understand to what extent that they are affected by that problem. And mm-hmm. to sort of figure out what they need to solve that problem. You can't just decide that, okay, somebody doesn't have water. Somebody doesn't have water. And then next mm-hmm. thing, you just go and bring a truckload of water. You need to find out why they don't have water and what they would actually desire. What they would desire to solve that problem. I was speaking to a friend of mine. And so this person gave me this analogy where um, people, this, this set of investors, they went to a rural area, to a place where there was no water. And so mm-hmm. they saw that there was no water. They used to go to a stream to fetch water. And so they just gave them one borehole or whatever. And they went back, they noticed that people were not using that borehole. Why? They now mm-hmm. found out that that stream, that stream of water was where they actually used to go to because that's where they'll see other women to gossip with. They'll see other people to talk to while they are washing their clothes, while they are fetching water. Uh, Do you understand? Like they don't community. have human interaction. Do you get what I mean? Wow. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's not enough to just try. It's not enough to try to solve a problem just because you have the means to solve the problem. But you have to put yourself in the shoes, put yourself in the place of those that are going through that same thing. Try to look at the problem through the mind's eye of those yeah. that are actually affected by it. Yeah. I think that's just that's one step, right? Do you think that the reason why is, uh, or do you think this is this this timely advice of this is why you need to put yourself in government because if we have people that are exactly like us in government there will not be a disconnect between what people what we need and what they think we need yeah but the people that are there they don't really get it yeah. because they don't get it because they don't live lives like the average nigerian mm-hmm. so shouldn't we have representatives that are average nigerians so when they get there or is it going to be a thing of when they get there they forget where they're coming from because okay that's a whole other story please tyler please go on i just realized no, but I, they, but will I get, think, but I think, they might change yeah, their exactly. minds i think i think largely everybody does that everybody it's easy for you to when you're coming from a place when you're coming from a place of problem it's easy for mm-hmm. you to aspire to change but by the time you go there and taste the good life like i think it takes a certain level of 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 grace and i think cadence to say you know what even though I'm in this good place of good life, but I must not forget where I'm coming from. Coming I from. must understand that I'm a representative of people that have gone through what I've gone through. And I must do everything mm-hmm. in my power to make their lives better. I must do everything within my power to ensure that these people no longer see the freedom that they desire as something that is just abstract, but 
I can make a change to make it happen. Right? I honestly hope that, you know, see, this is the thing. We can say all of this. And a lot of us, I think most of us, when we complain about those in, in government, we are like, why are they doing this? Why are they so... Why are they, they don't have any feeling? They're doing this. Why are they so incompetent? Why are they so inhumane? If I was there, I would do it differently. But would we really? Would we? So it's good what you say about you, it takes grace, yeah. a special kind of grace, yeah. because once you get there, it's very easy to forget where you're coming from. You might be more concerned about your own your own interests in, in, in the short term, yeah. as opposed to what you were actually elected to do yeah. and to be, which is to work in the interest of the people that yeah. elected you. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's for me. Go on, please. Go yeah, on, yeah. So, so for me, like, um, I've thought about this, like, on the on the bigger scale, like, why, mm-hmm. why, why we've been complaining about the same thing, like, in Nigeria for like years, like bad government, and feel like, yeah, you said it, it's going to take grace. So, me, I, I feel like the 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 value system problem. Yeah, I, that's true. I think yeah. the like the the value system is is bad already. Like on the whole, on the general, like what mm. the average Nigerian attached like value to, it's is what mm. driving is driving this thing. So and I and I think the yeah. the the solution on the, from the home it starts, okay. it starts from yeah. I, I feel like it starts from the home, like because at T begins at home. Yeah, we we've been saying like if this person gets here. He, and you even see people who are normal, who even didn't have like, who had like humble beginnings. But when they get there, like, <laughs> they yeah, they, they just sweet. Yeah, they just sweet. sweet. So it's 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 very. But I just feel it can be done because now I feel like almost everybody wants that change. But it like we need like we need a visionary. We need someone to to drive that. We need someone to drive that. And I can tell you like one. We can have that. Whoever is going to spark that, it's going to happen. Because I feel like Nigeria for this change to come, and I, I feel like everyone is tired. That's how I feel. Yeah. Okay. I feel like. Chooks, do you do you think that maybe you want to take up that uh, mantle and start the revolution? <laughs> well, because you say you yeah. say that you know at some point the person's going to come forward. People are ready. Are you ready to take up that mantle? Well, yeah, I think I'm doing my bit That's- now. I'm doing okay, I'm doing the little yeah. I can with like my volume. I don't feel like um I have to be like the major but I don't feel like you could spark you could spark the brain that'll make it happen. So just do the little you can okay. because you, if you try to take everything you can't you can't take it. Just impact <laughs> impact the little life you can impact. Try to yeah. change the little people's mindset you can and which is why for my um I'm very um, strong in my awareness in schools because i feel like mm-hmm. if, if any change is going to happen it's going to start from the younger generation yeah it's going, mm-hmm. it's going to start from the secondary and primary school we need to start giving them the right orientation the right the right thoughts the right mindset so i feel like that's where i'm doing my own bit and like if i find myself like later in the future like that would be great like i would i feel like i'm very passionate about the power and I feel like this whole problem is like it's very basic. Okay, science like the the technology and the engineering to achieve hundred percent electrification is it, it has been discovered like years ago. Now we are even trying to go we're trying to go hundred percent clean. 
so and they are never, we've never been able to achieve hundred percent efficient, even with the the poor or the the inefficient force we use. So okay. yeah, I don't feel like if I find myself there, that would be great. But for me, okay. I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not going there for. I'm not. I'm not going there to. Uh, I don't care if, I'm, if I get there or not. Like to be like on top, but I just try to my immediate environment. That's what's most important for me. Okay. Yeah. So, Chooks, okay, <clears throat> that's wonderful. So, Chooks, um, as a serial entrepreneur, right, I know, we know that you obviously you run a lot of all of these businesses and these policies will affect you. These written policies, the night post policy, the mm-hmm. taxation, and all of that. The e-writing, yeah. yeah. exactly. So, and, yeah. It, and so, it, look, it really does look like Nigeria as a whole is just set up to ruin the average Lagosian, like kill the average Nigerian's dream, yeah. kill your entrepreneurial dream. So, but why do you think, I think from your experience though, why do you think that, why do you think it is set up this way? And what do you think we can do to move forward from it? Well, to say why it is set up this way is basically because um, people, the people, the, the people make money out of this whole course. So, like, they're, they're trying, they make money out of in the sense that they're trying to create solutions to problems when they are trying not creating solutions to the problem. Yeah. So it's just like they're just deceiving the people. So that way and because of the power they have, they are able to like um, get a lot of funding and donations maybe from the World Bank to develop their community, develop a school and all that. Because if I, I feel like that's that's they're just taking advantage of of the opportunity. And I feel like why why they are this um why they're imposing these things on these entrepreneurs because they're okay entrepreneurs are seeing these opportunities too and they're actually jumping on it too um, yeah because they can these entrepreneurs now are very innovative it's, it's going to be very very difficult to find like a way to get into their system to get mm-hmm. something out. so mm-hmm. rather than do that get like a, a very high defense or stumbling block for them but I feel mm. like okay. entrepreneurs are just always adventurous. Like I feel like they still keep doing their thing. And thank God we are the digital now where uh, disruptive innovation is happening now. There are there are a lot of ways you mm. can you can get through to your to your final consumer without even um, going through a lot of things. Mm. Okay. Um do you think uh Chooks, do you think that with all of this, you, you just said, right, that entrepreneurs, they're persistent, they're, they will keep carrying on no matter what. But do, have you ever wondered that there might come a point where they, they get frustrated and yeah. there will be a, there's already a brain drain in Nigeria because people within the ages of like from 18 to like 50 are finding their way outside the country, mostly people in their 20s and 30s. And that is a brain drain. Do you think in terms of business, it's going to become like that where a lot of entrepreneurs are saying, okay, this environment is very hostile mm-hmm. to my ideas, my concepts. And then th- there's an exit and they start going. Do you think we're going to get to that point? Or you as you yourself, is that something you've ever considered? Well, personally, I've not considered. Um, I had the opportunity to do that because okay. I did my, went for my master's. I had the opportunity to stay back, yeah. but um, I wanted to come back home to like create impact, to do something good. 
And so talking okay. about getting to the point where people are frustrated, I think that already at that point. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually yeah. sad. Yeah. Already at that point, I've met a I lot mean, of I said, I mean, brilliant minds. It seems like, I mean, you said, I said initially that being an entrepreneur in Lagos, or in fact, living in Lagos, to be honest, just like pouring water in a basket, because yeah. it seems like Lagos is set out for your downfall, like Nigeria and it's in Nigeria is set out for your downfall, because really, at the end of the day, by the time they see that you are, by the time they see that you are trying to break even with some innovative idea or whatnot, then they come up with to sort of stifle you and at the end of the day it's i think it's really just a matter of time before people go you know what's there any point let's just go to a place where we're appreciated but 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 tricks okay the reason like like we've all rightly acknowledged we we're nigeria is already at that point where people are frustrated and yes we've got a brain drain but mostly we're seeing that in in other areas um, in terms of business we still uh, um, and you've got to hand it to business people we still see them like in the midst of so much hostility, they're still thriving. And a lot of these businesses create job opportunities yeah. where there aren't job opportunities. So they're still the ones that we're holding on to. I'm still asking, do you think at a point they will follow suits with the others? Like we've, we've got with areas of STEM where people are going, going, even with the arts, people are going, going. Mm-hmm. But with business, they are still here. So me, um, do you think we're going to just like pop up and say, we're done? entrepreneurs we see we see problems as opportunities and, <laughs> and being in nigeria being in lagos like uh, lagos is like one of or nigeria is like one of the best markets you can have in the world it's okay. a it's a so i don't think business is going to go down anytime soon i just feel mm-hmm. like entrepreneurs is just getting more innovative and looking okay. for looking for better ways to <laughs> to beat the system. Yeah. That's actually a wow. good way to look at that's Nigeria. I think that's the very noble way to look at things because like you said, noble. like you rightly said, um entrepreneurs are people are simply just people that try to look that you know what? I think that entrepreneurs are people that seek out problems. The more mm-hmm. problems you seek out, then the more opportunities you have to bring forth to to prefer a solution. Yeah. So I really like that mindset. Mm. I really like what you just said. So instead of right. looking for, because really you cannot prefer solution to a place that already has everything. Your market is in the place that has so much problems because there are so many solutions that you can 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 prefer. And when you prefer these solutions, people are chasing you with their money because of these solutions that you have to offer. So you think basically you guys are saying that okay no matter the problem nigeria is still a very fertile ground for businesses to thrive and grow yes i don't know but i, I, I think will, i will, I will mm, agree to disagree with but you the thing is but the truth is but the truth is even though i've said that it is a very fantastic opinion and outlook to have on things but is, practically, practically positive mindset yeah, that's good. exactly yeah. <clears throat> but practically though i think a lot of businesses have still had to pack pack up and leave for example, mm-hmm. my sister just brought up to me Dunlop. Remember Dunlop? Dunlop was a yeah. was like the, was like the major tire manufacturing company here in Nigeria. But yeah. because of poor environment, the poor business um um infrastructure set up to deliberately high full entrepreneurs, they eventually yeah. popped up and they left. You know, yeah. can you guys yeah. Also Can you guys remember Virgin yeah. Atlam- when Virgin Atlantic came to Nigeria? Yeah, yeah. Virgin Atlantic. So look exactly. at how that turned out. Exactly. Nothing, nothing. And, and these think, are people that could. Uh, and I think, to be honest, now that I, now that I think about it, this is really what happened. I think that um, 
like we were having a discussion, I think that what happens is the Nigerian government is supposed to set up checks and balances to help regulate mm-hmm. all of these businesses. That's what the government is supposed to do. You are supposed mm-hmm. to regulate. But the problem is that by the time this, this, this so-called checks and balances, while they are regulating, they can see the money hovering from place to place. They are seeing so much money in circulation. And so the, mm-hmm. the, the, I think the, the innate greed in the mind of the average Nigerian would go, well, I mean, if I can see all of this money, why don't I take part in it? So you have the same people who are regulators now want to become key yeah. players in the, same, in, the same, in the same space. And you can't be a regulator mm-hmm. and a key player without having to. You would, obviously, if you are trying to be a regulator and a key player, you're, you're going to want to bypass things. You are going to want mm-hmm. to, um, um, to do the policies to match, the, create the policies to match your own advantage. Yeah. Picking out those that already that already have established business, you'll be sending them down the drain. Okay, Chooks, um, can I just ask you? I, I mean, I first of all, let me commend you for your mindset, and I think that's why you've you seem to 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 me like you've got incredible staying power. Yeah, really. like more 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 granite oil to your elbows and stuff. <laughs> but um, yeah, um. Um, and, and you seem to have dabbled in a lot of things. In five years, where do you see yourself in Nigeria? With, with, with the present situation in Nigeria now, as a businessman, um, innovator, whatever it is, where do you see yourself in five years? So give us a five-year projection of where you see yourself, and then you can extend it to others, other business people. What do you think? Where do you think they'll be? Okay, okay for me, in, in five years, I'm looking mm-hmm. at having... Um, a rural electrification project where I power, even if it's as small as 100 homes, mm-hmm. through like an upgrade um, solution. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm looking at that. I'm, I'm very, very strong on that. And mm-hmm. as years later, like in business in Nigeria, it's going to be really, really exciting, especially with the mm-hmm. new digital each community now it's, it's going to be really exciting like i i tell people like look at with, with problem in nigeria i'll see how much money we are we are even generating in the country i know it's not so much but with all the yeah. problem we have like we still generate um a good amount of money and i'm imagining like we are very good level where we have real sector working so there's going to be the ease of moving like um, goods from one end of the country to another, because that yeah. gets cut down on, on the prices of, of goods, and that way people can can buy more. And imagine we are having like mm-hmm. more like stable electricity supply. That's also going to help people um, save more and become more efficient. So like so businesses that can thrive and, and stay strong to five it five years time that that'll be great. But what what advise businesses to do and why I feel like all these other businesses are, are packing up is because they don't solutions from like Taiwo said the community level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't don't try to replicate like what because something happened here, that means it's going to happen here. No, now you have to be very, very flexible with your, your operation. You have to be human centered. You have to mm-hmm. you have to design solutions with your customer in mind. So, for example, now let me take it to like a global scale. I was reading some days back that China is not going to be the only, it's not going to be be the main manufacturing hub for Apple iPhones. 
lockdown and because mm, okay. yeah because COVID nineteen now so they are thinking okay. oh, this actually oh. stopped a lot of operations. So now they are trying to people are trying yeah. to localize. They're trying to localize oh, like no. everything and expand supply chain. So for businesses have to be very flexible now. They have to be able to localize. Um, their operation, they have to be able yeah. to be very flexible with their supply chain, also have to have sustainability at the core of it. They have to have like long-term goals. Yeah. Okay. So if you have long-term goals, okay. that will be easier for you to, to strive. But mm. and, and oh. I'm, I'm not trying to, okay, let's, let's go back to the logistic data, but I'm not trying to, uh, I'm not trying to maybe like this uh, any organization, but I feel like I'm trying to use the two organizations now. So for me, Go okay. GoCada and OP. I felt mm-hmm. like GoCada had like a longer sustainability plan than OP. Yeah, they, they, of course, definitely. Yeah, they're already definitely. in the game before OP, and they yeah. they had uh, top quality buy because they actually wanted to stay for for long. And we just had OP. OP just came in from nowhere and just pumped in. I even think that I would, I think when OP came out, I was having a conversation with my brother. You know how they started? It was like they almost blew. They, were, they blew in a lot of steam. Yeah. Let's do everything at once. And I was telling my brother that you can't start a business like this. It doesn't work that way. You can't. Yeah. You can't just mm-hmm. wake up and decide that you want to dominate the market with so and talk people with so many services. I'm telling you. you. Find your market. You need to find your market and understand that market first. Ensure that you are. You are solving a problem adequately first before you can now realize other problems and see how you can solve those problems. So I told my brother, yeah, you know what? I give this okay. I give them less than two years. They're going to pack up. He says, they lie. This was that one. They are this, they are that. I said, okay, just watch and see. And then next thing we know, there's this. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, right? Sorry, actually. Go on, Tricks. Go on. Yeah, I was just <clears throat> trying to conclude what she said. And, and that's what actually happened now. So OP has packed mm-hmm. up and GoCada, GoCada be so quickly. They be able yeah. to yeah. actually convert their model from a um, a bike hailing system to a logistics business now, and they're still operating. Yeah. Okay, so basically, you're saying if you had like a, a solid structure yeah. at the big from if you have a solid structure at the start, yeah. then even you can weather the storm, the business storm, and things like that. So with Okay, because they just blew up overnight, it, so they packed up overnight so quickly as well. Yeah, yeah because yeah. it wasn't so. And su- sustainability is actually very important. Sustainability mm-hmm. that that's very that's the key word in in mm-hmm. it. Your operations has to be sustainable. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Actually, let me ask you because you're a businessman, right? Okay. So Excellent. I want to ask you. Okay, yo. Before I ask you this question, I need to read. Let me read this quote. So okay. I, saw, I, saw this, I saw this last week on my socials. So it says, when you see that trading is done not by consent, but by compulsion, when you see that in order to produce, you need to obtain permission from men who produce nothing, when you mm-hmm. see that money is flowing to those who deal not in goods but in favors, when you see that men get richer by graft and by poor than by work, when your laws don't protect you against them, but protect them from them against you. When you see corruption being rewarded and honestly becoming a self-sacrifice, you may know that your society is doing. Does this sound familiar, guys? Does this? Do you, of think, course. That, do you think that this <laughs> a picture of Nigeria? Have you heard of Nigeria? Have you heard of a country called Nigeria? There was once a country. It was called crazy. Nigeria. Was it doomed? I don't know. Stay tuned. It's crazy. That's what I'm saying. It's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Because really, I was having a conversation with somebody the other day, really. All of this, Dangote, them, or Chedola, all of that, they literally have laws that protect 
there's no law that can there's no law there's no policy right that can mm-hmm. be set up that would go against them right everything mm-hmm. so it's just like to me it doesn't make any sense how are we the paying tax how are we the ones that paying taxes and then what still be the law is still being set up against us Chuk, what do you think about that <laughs> Well, for that, that that's actually a very deep topic. But I just feel it's the, it's the system, it's the capitalist system, it's the way it's just mm. being run around the world. So is is that I don't know. So you just need to know where you are in the in the business cycle. Are you are you an employee? Are you a small owner? Are you an investor? Are you a big company? So just find your your quadrant and know how to maximize where you are. Well, to to beat the system, um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> it seems like maybe God has to come down before before before. Like <laughs> <laughs> I think God calm down. To be honest, I thought about this, and I've seen mm-hmm. that. I thought that really from I think from inception, from the beginning of um independence, it's those key players, those same people that. Mm-hmm. Those same people that wanted to gain independence, not also not because it was going to favor Nigeria, but because it was going to favor them. They could see all of the again, it boils down to see money in circulation. They could see all of the money in circulation and they thought, you know what, let us we need to eat some of this thing as well. And so they now decided to selfishly by themselves seek for independence when we're not mature enough to have it. I feel like those people are still the ones that are in the helm of power and until they are finally wiped off. Right, and us, the young, we, the younger generation, we that we know better, we that we sort of have an idea of the, we have an idea of the ideal. I mean, we've gone to, we've been in other countries that work, we sort of know how this mm-hmm. works, and then mm-hmm. we bring all of, we can employ their strategies back here. Then only then can we make a change. I think. To be honest with you, I don't. It's sad because no matter. And this is with Nigeria. It seems no matter how much you know, no matter how much you say and talk about what needs to be done. And the thing is, it's sad because the people that know or are willing to learn, because no one knows everything completely. No one, no one's a hundred percent. Yeah. But the people that are willing to learn because they're tired of the status quo and they're willing to learn to, to inspire the much needed change are not being allowed space at the table. They're not allowed that opportunity. And I think it is very intentional what's happening. I could be wrong, right? Um, And maybe I'm feeling like that today. I might not feel like that tomorrow. But I think it is is extremely intentional how this is done. Because they know what these people that have these ideas can actually do. They know what they can achieve. They know what they can do. So what else... What better way to, to, to ensure that you you, you you remain perpetually oppressed mm-hmm. in the oppressed mm-hmm. class? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They find ways like this. So, yeah. I mean, talking about all these new laws that are coming in terms of business, it just seems I understand, okay, yeah, something needs to be regulated. There's this, there's that, there's that, there's that. But to be honest with you, the thing that jumps out to me here is it just seems that they're, it, it's, it's very intentional what they're doing. Yeah. And, and to come at a time such as this, where the whole world is struggling. I mean, where a yeah. lot of people have lost their jobs. I mean, even where even these logistic companies yeah. are not. Yeah. Logistic companies might have made a lot of money during the lockdown. Yes, they would have, but it's their time. Yeah. Let them. I mean, you, you I don't mean, have to take make, it upon yeah. yourself to make them suffer for something that they did not cause. Exactly. They're making money because a lot of people are at home. Yes. 
they, it's not easy even though they're making money running a business is not easy in nigeria yeah so that money they're making is their reward exactly. for the hard work they put exactly. in but in nigeria no matter how hard you work the environment is set up to I was about to swear. <laughs> so just mess you up. <laughs> but really, I think, honestly, I think we need, really, other countries are doing things. I mean, other countries are not taking taxes. They are giving, they are giving palliatives. They are holding off on rent, holding off on school fees. Pretty much looking for ways to, to mitigate the impact of this coronavirus on their, yeah. Yeah, on their citizens. But here in Nigeria, we see everything as an opportunity to uh, make the marginalized even more marginalized yeah right i but think in nigeria what it is is you're punished just for being alive for the being fact alive. that you could survive when they have made it so yeah. difficult yeah and then they're like are these people are still standing mm -hmm. they want to talk oh they can they still have strength to talk let Clearly, them do something else. Frustrated. Yeah. so yeah. they punish you for existing yeah. and surviving on the yeah. very extremely extremely tiny thing that they throw at you yeah they punish you for being alive yeah. that's how that's just what being nigerian being yeah. nigerian is about yeah they but, punish you for being alive yeah but Chooks, do you think do you agree with me i'm asking i'm just asking a question Chooks, are you with me I'm, I'm do you think we need to start a revolution do you think we need to start a revolution like how you, did you guys hear about the revolution in liberia i've tried to read yeah. it i've tried to read it but i haven't seen so much but there was a lot of bloodshed they had to you know they literally <laughs> had to clamp down on all of the corrupt when leaders. recently I'm, no no not recently but i think oh way I back think maybe okay. two maybe two thousands i think early two thousands. yeah when them charles yeah. taylor were there yeah. now yeah. that guy was yeah. i don't know maybe we should call him a g or whatever but yeah, yeah that guy's so, gone so really Chooks, what do you really Chooks, what do you think well i'm saying that they should all die it's uh, i don't know it's i don't know <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> So I'm not paying this order because I don't even think like they need to die for things to change. It just I just really just the leadership we just need someone who can, who can stand. But this why I was saying I think why I was saying they need to die because they've held this power. They've held it so they, they actually don't to let, let it go. Yeah, it's either me it's either we stay or we bust, right? But they definitely died their natural death, so <laughs> they're not going to Okay guys. Guys, okay, okay. Okay, let's let's um um let's um find a uh, let's let's um find go. Yeah, no. Let, let's um let's ask what we really need is a revolution for things to change. Yeah, we need a revolution. Right, cuz people can people can someone cannot someone can be here today and be causing you harm, but they're not here tomorrow, but things still haven't changed. Yeah. You're still being punished. Yeah. So we need change in the system, not about so is it is a revolution we've all talked about okay we need a revolution and we've talked about okay um what whatever we're doing now is setting the stage for what's going to come especially for those coming after it might not be us but we will be um essential to the struggle yeah um to to turn things around in this country and i think that's what is essential not wishing for anyone's end because that's not going to um, achieve anything, anything to be honest yeah. the system that that oppresses you is still in place i mean look at look at uh, the united states of america that a system is in place to oppress certain sections of the population yeah so even when people are no longer in that the system still yeah. oppresses some yeah and so bringing it back yeah. home to nigeria the system is oppressing us whether someone's here or not yeah so it's about changing the system and and instigating that change 
positive change because I worry about us, our own generation, where we talk yeah. about what we would have done and what we would have done and what we would do. But I worry about what we would actually do when we get there because I think yeah. I worry we might be worse. I genuinely worry we might and I think, be worse. And I, think, and I think that's why the next question will be, the next the next right question will be, what do we do? How do we actually change? What are the practical steps that we can do? I know we can aspire to inspire, we can do this, we can say this. Um, and pers- um, perspire. Um, perspire. Um, perspire. Um, perspire. Yes, yes. We need to have practical steps. So, Chuk, we know you've made innovative solutions already. What's I know we've, it feels like we've asked this, but we can't exhaust it, you know, we can't, we can't, we can't, I don't think we can overstate it. What practical steps do you think can be done, really? So, uh, I think, like, politics is very, very important. We need to put the right people, we need to vote into, we need to vote in the right people. That, that's very yeah. important. Yeah. And yeah. I feel... Will you people vote for me? <laughs> yeah. Either you're a baby girl. <laughs> Abba! If I'm a baby, baby girl, girl yeah, for life. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, it's fine. See, if you vote me in, right, as a baby girl, right, what do you think I'm going to fight for when I get there, Chooks? Oh, yeah, talk. Because Taiwo is already against my ambition. Chooks, talk. Uh, if you vote me in, uh, oh, yeah, talk about... Don't you... If someone likes enjoyment, right, when they get there, what do you think they're going to fight for for the people? Enjoyment. <laughs> <laughs> let him speak now, Tokumbo. Let him speak. Sorry, I just thought. No, be- because of this call, I think you fight for like ease of doing business for your entrepreneurs. Yeah. That will go a yeah. long way. Yeah. That will go a long way. I like the way you said that because you're fighting your, your case. I mean, you're fighting for your case and you're like, yeah, because of this, yeah, yeah, you know, for the ease of business. That <laughs> yeah. is true. We will fight for that. But we also something we're really passionate about, uh, Taiwo and I, um, we are extremely passionate about allowing the full expression of people's ideas and views and opinions, not the one that will, that will constitute harm to the society. No, not that kind of one. The one that just lets people speak. Yeah. Where everyone's allowed to speak, voices are not yep. silent. So, yes, if you vote for me, people, thank you. I started my <laughs> stuff. If you vote it's for me, yeah, I would let you talk as long as it is to the benefit of the society, right? Okay, sorry, Chips, go on. I just thought I'd do that. Go on. Yeah, so I think we just need to vote in like credible leaders. Nigeria had a lot of great minds. Being an entrepreneur, I've met a lot of great minds that they don't have so much but like they just created mm-hmm. something out of nothing and so i feel like we have the individuals who are actually passionate about making change happen so i feel like maybe we can get these people to actually monitor important roles in the in politics so i feel like politics mm-hmm. is very important yeah. if anything needs to change yeah. the political system needs to needs to change yeah. and for me i i, so, Chooks, do you actually mind I don't okay. i don't think it's going to be I, I don't know what it's going to be but i feel like democracy has failed it's, it's not working it's not working it's just like honestly it's an, my brother it's an avenue to just come and steal like you just know four years you're in you try to steal and you, you go uh, look at <laughs> um, kingdoms and maybe like I'm not it might not work for us but like let's look at Saudi Arabia and the king and eh, how eh. no see <laughs> took you so no. I think you're saying no, no but me, I, don't honest, agree. I thought about see the things that thought about you just have a visionary leader everyone can be leader like everyone look can look at countries like Dubai <laughs> they have one eh, yeah. eh. 
can i just be. can i just recall to your memory um a, a certain leader of, of a certain country in in southern africa yeah i know but exactly. is, i think i think this is how i think it works. i think this is how i think it can work i think first and foremost the partisan the partisan um system of democracy in nigeria it's just it's just I yeah. think it, it doesn't work here so, so much. No, it doesn't work. It doesn't work here. Because what just happens is you have a bunch of people that will just decide, okay, yes, we can make some money out of this thing. They come together, form one party, and then they spend money on campaigns, get there, make all their money back. I feel like what can happen would be we need to have a Nigerian dream. Right? Yeah. Yes. There needs to be a Nigerian dream. We need to be sold that Nigerian dream. There needs to be a yeah. big picture of the Nigeria that we want to see. And so yeah. instead of party instead of partisanship. We need to have people that can now that have that have practical ways to bring forth that Nigerian dream, such that every Nigerian now already has an idea of where Nigeria is going to be. But we now have different roads to get there, different mm-hmm. different paths to get there. So whoever mm-hmm. tells you the easiest, not the easiest, but the the most workable idea, you can see by their own by their own um what's it called by their experience by their integrity what they have done before, you can see that these people are not just blowing steam, and then they are also working towards the Nigerian dream. Bear in mind that, even while that happens, we still need to have a system of checks and balances that is independent of the government. Mm -hmm. But that this person is acting up, this person is doing rubbish, okay, well, listen, this is not what you said. This is deviating from what the Nigerian dream actually should be. And then we can vote them out and put back somebody else that can work towards the Nigerian dream. Yeah, see, I agree with you about that. Can I just add some stuff to the Nigerian dream? Yeah, I think it would be a well-rounded stuff if we add. So if it can include jollof rice, <laughs> zobo. <laughs> Feel free, guys. Suya. Minister of Enjoyment has said so. She said jollof um, rice. What else? What so, else? Would, like have, like the stuff. Have... The stuff that it, it, see there is nothing. Nigeria. The Nigerian dream is not is not complete without what we like. So yeah, yeah. all of what all of what Taiwan has said because you know she's intelligent like that. And then my baby girl addition is all the other stuff that we like and partying as well. Right. Yeah. So on that note, can we wind up? Can we wind? Do, do you have anything else to add? What do you think of the Nigerian dream idea? Let's let's listen to your <laughs> yeah, perspective. Yeah, the the dream is very very important. So because uh, with Jamal, yeah, that <laughs> yeah, the Jamal dream. <laughs> Well, yeah, the, yeah. the yeah. dream is very important because that, that's why I say mm. we need to have a visionary. You need to have someone who, mm. who sees like a better Nigeria and who can portray this. And who can portray this? Who can portray, sorry, mm. who can portray image with followers? Without, yeah. without that, it's going to be difficult. So we need visionaries and that's why I believe in yeah. the Nigerian dream. You need to yeah. define what that Nigerian totally- dream is and how to get there. Exactly. exactly. I would vote for you, Chooks, but I worry that you might in- institute one sort of stuff like you mentioned earlier about, you know, the What's king's the... rule and stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, two minds about... You can about... vote for me. Tukumo, you can I mean, vote for me. Vote because for you me. will do the same thing. I mean, two minds about voting for either of you. So... No, Tukumo, you can vote for me. Vote for me. Okay, no problem. <laughs> so, Chooks, it's been amazing listening to you yeah, talk. Yeah. You're, you're a very intelligent, a very, very impressive young man. So yeah. it's been an honor to have you on the show. Uh, but just before you, just before we end it, um, on the show, we do a wind-down session. So where we talk about serious stuff at the beginning, which you've done a lot today, we now wind down where you get to laugh. Because I, I feel like you need to relax a bit. Yeah, so, I think like you, your muscles are you seem, Yeah, you seem pretty wound up. Like you're very serious. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, it's my job and Tyler's job, but mostly mine because I like it. Yeah. To uh, to to get you to unwind. Okay. <laughs> Which brings are you, are you, are you, are you, are you ready? Are you ready? To? Are you ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Okay, before before I tell you what we do, what do you do when you want to unwind? During your free time, when you're trying to relax? Because I doubt if you relax, Chooks. You seem like you're always working. Well, he seems like he's always working. I yeah. think he is working. <laughs> yeah. So what do you do to relax? Talk to us. What do I do to relax? Yeah. And if you mention work or one renewable energy, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> but, you know, but you know, I've had this conversation with him before. And he has told me before that work for things that get him going, you know, when he does all of this renewable energy, no, like, I just call me. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, talk, talk to us. What is it? Anything apart from work, please, I beg you. Okay, um, what I, just, I just like getting inspired and searching for it. Hey. So, so maybe hey. if I want to just probably i'm reading about uh, i'm reading a book an inspirational book or <laughs> i'm writing or i'm trying to figure out something so i just like keeping my <laughs> mind busy that's how i feel i don't like when my mind is i do so that's okay chooks can i just ask you i ask everybody this is not personal to you have you got a girlfriend are you in a relationship no so you need a girlfriend, I think. <laughs> you do honestly. Yeah, you need a girlfriend. Because, always, because when you say no to a mom, yeah, we need life. We need life. Good. We need to have that life. We need to have that sprinkle of life. Oh, you need, you need to be someone that's going to spoil you yeah, and take you, need, you to yeah. different what, places. What, like, what, exactly. You what know? Did I say that different was places you did not know exist. Oh, okay, you've got a girlfriend then. <laughs> oh, why are you I didn't get what he said. I didn't get what he said. He said, what if he says he was kidding? Oh, so are you kidding? Do you have a girlfriend? Let's just leave that private. Uh-uh, no. <laughs> Since, uh-uh, no. Okay, okay, we'll leave it private because, obviously, we don't want to impose. So, yeah. right now, what we do in the wind-down session is we you get to tell us three things about yourself. We will guess which one is... Uh, we'll, so, it's two truths and a lie. So, you yeah. tell us three things and we'll guess which one is the lie. Yeah? Okay. Are you ready? Okay. All right. Throw it down, Chooks. Literally. <laughs> I was okay, I'm telling you three things, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. So one of them is one of them is a lie and then the other ones are be the truth. Yeah. Okay. The first one would be I I have a dream of visiting Mars one day. Oh no, watch <laughs> second one is <laughs> I was born in April. And the third okay. one is, I have a PhD. A PhD. Have a PhD. Yeah. Okay, so I think, let me go PhD. first. Def, Chooks definitely is a Of course, we all know that. Definitely, yeah, we all know that. Mm-hmm. I think it was also, I think, oh, let me see, April. Oh. Yeah, this thing must be cool. Is that last? Oh my. So I was saying that, I think, obviously, mm-hmm. um, for... The truth would be that he wants to visit Mars, obviously. Chooks wants to visit Mars. Then, I think his birthday is in... Uh, Which one is the last? one in April, I think. Yeah, I think it was born in April. And then the last one is like, has a PhD. But... You weren't born in April. Like, can you know, talk lie. about you <laughs> guess, guess, take so your guess. So, that's true. I was, I was born in April. Ah, so you haven't got a PhD? Yeah, I don't have a PhD. Oh, wow. See? Oh, wow. <laughs> you sound like someone with a PhD. 
There's still time. No. No, we, it's still all the time. No, I'm more interested in, in, in building small businesses and building organizations. Yeah, there is. Okay. Right. Okay. So, uh, okay. Now let's switch it up because of Chooks. Ty will tell us three things about yourself. Yeah. And then obviously one's a lie. And then Chooks will get to, will get to guess which one's a lie. Yeah. Oh yeah. Go. <laughs> let's see. Hmm. Okay. The first. Okay. Let me see. I okay. Know how to play the drums. Uh. Hold on. I know how to play the drums. I oh my goodness, just give me a second. Okay, <clears throat> I know how to play the drums. <laughs> um, my best place to visit is Bali, and I hold on. And I, I said the last one is that okay, I hate the last one again. So which is it? You hate seafood. I hate. I hate. Okay, seafood. so the first one seafood. is you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The second one, you'd like to visit Bali. I said I love the, the first one. I know how to play the drums. Okay, Chooks, do you wanna have a go? The second one, I love <laughs> Sorry, I Bali, think and then the third one. Who the one that's not true? So I don't think you're not to the drum. So I don't know. I think that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like seafood. Okay. Tokumba, what about you? Well, oh, that's good. <laughs> So my answer is, I actually love to play the drums. <laughs> uh, okay. I know how to play but that one is not really a lie, um, is my it? My favorite place to visit is North Bali. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Oh, so you know we all like seafood. Oh my that god! That was true. My favorite place to visit is Bali. Right, right, then, right. So yeah, does. I really no, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> not so much. I haven't really got. You guys can figure it out because I haven't really anyway, got. What about you, Next time, mate, we'll invite Trix again. And we'll do it. So, like he said, keep them guessing. So people, they'll come back. They'll come back. Right. So, on that note, <laughs> no worries. All right, guys. On that note, it's been fun having you too. Thank you so much for joining for yeah. um, joining us on the show. It's been really fun hearing hearing your very fantastic yeah. Yeah, thanks ideas. Thanks for the invite. Fantastic. Out I'm also looking forward to very invaluable like knowledge. Other Thank you. Episodes. All right. You're welcome. You're welcome. definitely. Thank you definitely. for. for Definitely. It was lovely. We'll, you, we'll pen you in our calendar. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. It was lovely. It was lovely. Yeah. So, on that note, guys. The philosophical princess. It's been another wonderful episode of Life as a podcast with your girl, Sawa. Until next time. <laughs> yeah, the philosophical princesses. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, guys. Bye. Bye. Until next time, keep being real. Please keep washing your hands.